Welcome to Rafa's Bible Answer Man. I'm Dr. West. Glad to have you with us in these Bible Answer Man segments. The question that comes to us today is probably one that we hear from so many people that affects almost everyone's life today. It says, my paycheck does not go far enough. And I, I think we can probably most of us witness to that because this is about the number one problem with people today especially in the last 20 or 30 years that they've lost a lot of protection in the workplace as far as retirements and incentives and that sort of thing. So when just working for a basic paycheck, as most people do, uh, the, rarely does the paycheck go farther uh, than than our needs. But, uh, yeah, there, there are some helps that we can do. And the, the follow-up to this would be, uh, what, what can you do to help me? Or do you have an answer for this? Well, I've got some suggestions for you. Uh, first of all, I think it's important that we need to evaluate our lifestyle when our, when our paycheck doesn't go far enough. The government's about the only entity that I know of that can, that can spend somebody else's money in abandonment. So, uh, yeah, if you, if, if you're having problem with your uh, paycheck, then evaluate your lifestyle. Are you, are you spending wisely? If, if a husband and a wife aren't on the same page with this, and if both of them are spendthrifts, then uh, that family is doomed. They're going to have problems. And if one is a is a ca- uh, casual about money and the other is strict on money, there's still going to be a problem. So you need to have these things uh, in common in your mind, preferably before you get married. But certainly after you get married, you're going to find that they all saying about uh, Two can live as cheaply live as cheaply as one. Well, that's not so. It takes two people to eat and live and function. And so, no, it's going to take more money for two. And then when you have three or four or more, then it's going to take even more. So you have to evaluate your lifestyle. Uh, are you being a good steward? I think this would be the one of the primary things to think about. And my answer to the questioner: uh, Are you being a good steward of what God has provided you? Now, if you're you might say, well, I'm my own man or a woman. I, I earn my own money. No, you don't. God gives you the strength to do it. And every, he tells us that everything in the world belongs to him. So your money, even though you're unsaved, belongs to him. But I would encourage you to get saved because that's going to give you some avenues that the average person who is not saved does not have. But if you're a Christian listening to this, or uh, especially if you're a Christian and others, I would encourage these thoughts to to get saved, and then they'll mean more to you. So are you a good steward of, of, of God's funds, even though they're in your hands? And if you are, then God will provide for your needs. He's already promised to do that. He'll provide for every need that you have. And secondly, uh, Give your blessings in in the form of alms. You can. I know you probably give to your church. Some Christians don't even do that. Some people don't even have a a, a home church. But in addition to your uh, your giving to your church, uh, you can give alms when you run across a situation in in your neighborhood as you're going about your business. Then, and you run across somebody who has really a need. And let me emphasize this here. And you feel an unction from the Holy Spirit to give. Don't give to every outstretched palm just to make yourself feel good and kind of pump yourself up. But that's going to be wasting funds. You're not going to get anything from God for it. But if you're run by a real need and you meet that, maybe you're somebody in the store. They don't have enough money to pay for their groceries. Pay for their groceries for them. 
If you're someplace and a person needs some gas and you and you feel that unction, then then buy them, buy them a tank of fuel. How much is that going to cost you? Twenty bucks or so uh, in today's market, maybe, uh, maybe a little more. But that's a that's a good investment because you're not get lending to the person; you're lending to God. It's what the Scripture says. So be be sensitive to when God says meet this need in this person. That's called an alms. And if you do these things, God will f- cause your funds to stretch. Now, I tell you this from experience. God will do that. If you're obedient to being a good steward and you're doing things right and you're trying to be frugal, and I don't mean, you know, you can, you can have enough funds to, to have some fun on the tin if it's Christian fun. But if you're a boozer or a drinker and, and you, you tell yourself as a Christian that you can have a drink or you can smoke, well, God doesn't allow you to, I mean, he allows you to do it, but you're going to pay a price. You may, you may end up in a cancer ward or you may end up, uh, as a drunkard, uh, although you don't mean to. And Bible warns against drinking too much. Fact is, it warns against drinking anything as a believer. I know that's going to fly in the face of a lot of people, but you're not supposed to drink at all and intoxicating, uh, beverages as a, uh, as a Christian. Give your, uh, God will give you ideas on how to conserve your goods. He'll, he'll teach you how to, to wisely use things. And then he'll cause those things to be conserved to you. He'll cause your money to stretch at times. I've had that happen. I've seen other people. He'll, he'll, if you give God your time, he'll cause your other times to multiply. So there's all kinds of answers to this, but you have to be obedient. Are, are you giving to God? Are you giving of your time and your talents to God? Or are you being a selfish? Are you providing just for you and your four and no more? Well, probably if, you're, if that's your attitude, you're not even providing for them. So be cognizant of these areas. And mind the things that you really need. Most of us buy a lot of things that we just want instead of what we need. We use the term, oh, I need this, or I need that. I, I need a new car. My car's getting old. I need, it's got, it's got 20,000 miles on. I, I need a new car, or I need a new truck, or I need a new gun, or I need some new clothes when your closet's full of them. No, evaluate those things. Do you really need those things? When you, when you go back over this uh, tape a couple of times, not the tape anymore, but the, uh, but the recording, uh, Think about Philippians chapter 4, verse 11. I'm going to close with this. I'm quoting Philippians 4, 11. It says, I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. And content there means self-sufficient. I have learned in whatsoever state I'm in to be content. Now, somebody will get funny and say, the state, well, I live in a certain state, in the United States. No, that's not what I'm talking about. It means circumstances. Whatever set of circumstances you're in, be content for that moment and be self-sufficient. Don't, don't look for everybody else to, ba- to bail you out of everything because if you'll, when you're in a, in a hard situation, you look to God. Don't look to your abilities and don't look to men to take care of you. You look to your, uh, to God for your ability and He'll show you a way out of it. So, the, the question says, my paycheck doesn't go far enough, and I've given some ideas to consider. As you do this, you'll think about a lot more. So I pray that this will bless you. Till we meet again, Lord bless you.